This week's podcast brought to you by Freddie Mercury. Our youngest went uh, with a group of friends to see the Taylor Swift movie. And she had also been to see the Taylor Swift concert this past summer. But and this is a movie of the concert. A movie of the concert. And I asked her how it was. And she said it was good. Was the theater crowded? Not too crowded. But it was really annoying because nobody in the movie theater was singing along. That was annoying. Nobody was singing along. Sing says no pain, no gain, and we found that to be fact. The road might twist and turn a bit, but we all arrive intact. Mr. Mom and Mrs. Dad having each other's back. Day by day, just to keep it sane. Who's the ball and who's the chain? It's hard to tell right here on Happiness Lane. Is this thing on? I don't remember how how this works. We haven't done a podcast in two weeks. Too long, longer than two weeks. Too long or not long enough? No, the viewers will it's decide. Been too long. Last week, a couple times, I think one of us said, "All right, can we do a podcast today?" And it just didn't end up that we could. I think the one of us was Denny. <laughs> I would get the I would get the uh, texts that would say, are, "Are you doing a podcast this week?" And I would say, "Let me ask the boss." And in fairness, I, I had I was in Vegas for what was it five days? I didn't hmm. come home in between games one and two. I meant, let me ask Bruce Springsteen. Right, exactly. I would usually text George Steinbrenner to ask if we were doing a podcast. <laughs> Who else has that the nickname the, the boss? boss? Think Those it's are just, the two most famous ones for sure, right? As far as I know. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a while. In in since our last podcast, we went from having three teenagers and a tween to having four teenagers. We also went from We swapped our tween for a teenager yes, at the at a local one of us still being in her forties to now neither of us. You turned forties <laughs> on the same day. Yes. You turned your uniform number. Yes. And our son turned his shoe size. That's right. He turned fifteen, and I turned the big five up. And on the on the day that you turned, thank you for bringing this up. By the way, I'd forgotten. On the day that you turned the big five zero, uh, can you turn the little five zero, or is it only the big five zero? I don't know. Let's just say I turned the little five. You turned the little five zero. Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking. The big five zero will be your next fifty when you turn one hundred, and that's what I'm saving the the big gifts for right. the big celebration. Right. I appreciate that. You don't like you don't like to have a big blowout celebration on your birthday because it is also our son's birthday, and I, and I appreciate that about you. I was never big on blowout celebrations even before he was born. I'm, um, maybe you're not, you're, having having done your ACL twice, you're not even big on the word I blowout. Like, I don't like the big blowout. You know, it's true. I like the focus on October 6th to be on our son's birthday. But that wasn't meant to, to be because on the morning of October 6th, when I went to take our son to the high school carpool, yeah, uh, I noticed a gigantic picture the Hollywood sign, but it, it, it said happy 50th birthday. Oh, and right. so when I came home- You when, noticed it where? I noticed it in our yard facing right. the street. Okay, so so when in I, our yard, there was a big sign, happy 50th, happy 50th birthday, birthday facing it, the street. It wasn't there the night before. Right. So when I came home, I do what I do and I, I, I we're ships passing in, in the morning. I say, hello- Goodbye, and you take our our daughter to school. Right, you saw it when you returned from bringing our son I'm, to the carpool. I but I don't go with you when no, you drop you, you him off. But now it. it's my turn to leave the house and drive our house. daughter to school. And so, as you're driving our daughter to school, she says, "She said to me, we because you, you had told her make sure mom sees, sees the, the sign. sign.' So we're in the car, and I turn and she sees me see the sign, and she said to me, uh, do you?'" Like the sign that Dad put out there, and and you responded. I responded, "No, not really." <laughs> and then and then that was the last we heard of you for a couple of hours because when you came home and it was just the two of us at home, 
on your birthday, you you're you're, you're crying. <laughs> you, crying. You gave me <laughs> the silent treatment. I mean, and and it's familiar. <laughs> it's, it's 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 uh, long familiar to me. I know when you're. When uh, when it's coming, I know I don't know don't why know it exists. Coming. You don't know when it's coming, but when it's there, you well, also well, don't know why it exists. Although sometimes you must, because when I get, when I, I, I get just know I just know it's coming on a regular basis. If, I don't know why it's coming. I don't know what it's for, but I, I do know that that I was the the uh, subject of your scorn. If I'm if I'm annoyed, I find that it's better for me to like process it. And not say anything until I'm less annoyed, and then I always address it with you. But I don't address every, things with you when when I'm annoyed by you. Every therapist, and, and it's raw. And you're absolutely right. Every therapist will tell you that that you should bottle it up. It's, I don't bottle buy, it up. It's always within the same day. It's just instead of like sharing my full throttled annoyance, you want to I, le- it. I let it. Yeah. I let myself process it when I'm much less annoyed, and usually it takes a couple of hours. Especially, it didn't matter. The kids were off at school. Like I, could, no, no, it didn't I matter. I could wait until why, why I should, was less annoyed. Why, why and should then, why and should then we both why you. shouldn't we both feel terrible? You know, instead <laughs> I, of just you. So, I, so it's not like I had, I was anything. I, I I wasn't nasty to you. I wasn't curt. I just ignored you. I just so, came home well, and did my thing. <laughs> and, then, and then, and then folding laundry or something. Our paths crossed, and and I said. When you let the dogs out this morning, I bet that's when one of our friends or neighbors was putting up the happy 50th birthday sign. And you said, you put up that sign. And I no, said, I, I said, Rose told me you put up that sign. And I said, you think I, I, would, I would have the, the uh, uh, temerity, the stupidity, the, 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 uh, it, I would invite that up? On myself, I said I didn't put up the sign, and then and you, what did I do? You started, you started, you you your your rage melted into into a uh, fit of of, of, of uncontrollable laughter. Uncontrollably, I mean, because I had because tears coming down. You my definitely face. had tears coming because you then realized who did it. And once I realized who did it, you I loved liked it. it. <laughs> we left it up for three days. <laughs> It it is so funny. I was I was so annoyed with you. Like, why would he think I would want on our son's birthday? I would want a big sign facing the street for all our neighbors to see. Like talking about my birthday. I could wish he you a happy birthday. Know better than within that. the we've house. Been, we've been married twenty plus years. Why would he think? This is what I would want. There are so many it's, things it's, going. It's like my when brain. people put on social media, you know, "Happy birthday to my wonderful wife." She, you, you don't have her phone number right. or see her, right? So outside I went from, of so why why am I posting this publicly? Like is what this you're asking. Heightened agitation with you, too. Of course, you that wasn't you. Of course, it was my like most thoughtful friend in the world who was doing something super thoughtful and special for me. On my birthday, like my whole brain flipped, and it was—it was like watching Cinema Paradiso when you like have the, 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 the tears the, of laughter and the joy. ending pay, payoff at the end. Yes. Oh my gosh! Yes. Well, when I so. described all of this to your friend, who 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 came the night before under cover of darkness and put we up had that sign, her daughter texting one of our kids to say, "Is your mom home?" I, like she waited for me to get home and be in the house, and then drove all the way over here to. To put this sign up, you, oh, you told her all about this. I told her all about this, and she said, uh, "Next year, sign is happy fifty-first birthday. It's going to be even larger and more obnoxious." Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was pretty funny. And then yesterday, we celebrated our youngest's thirteenth birthday. She's Thirteen, and and uh, you've been on the road for the WNBA finals. We can get to that in a little bit, but. Um, you know, she she, unlike, say her brother, who couldn't think of a single thing that he wanted for his birthday us for a single. But thing. when we asked him what he wanted, he was still completely he still stumped. Said nothing. Unlike unlike him, his sister sent us sent you links and photos of the various things that she list, wanted. Yes, yeah. uh, but you weren't able to. You weren't able to really dig into that list. 
with your WNBA finals duties. Well, no, I had tried to dig into the list because when we were shopping for for our son, there was too much ambiguity in the list because she'd sent pictures but not really linked. So are these the high-waisted shorts or the low-waisted shorts? Uh, Like what size, which which black long sleeve shirt does she want? Is it this one or this one? So I just needed to sit down with her to understand fully exactly. Cause I mean, I don't want to get her the wrong thing. So anyway, well, anyway, you, you had a lot on your plate and uh, yesterday there was the yesterday morning while she was at school, there was a rush to get the cake and, and try to get some decorations that were distinct from her brother's decorations from a week earlier. When, right. When we couldn't had the refurbish same mylar balloons. So the you fifth, asked the me. 50 happy birthday. She you wasn't went, turning five right. or zero. You went to the grocery to try to get some balloons some balloons, and and failed. There was nobody there to, to uh, work the helium it, it machine for you. It wasn't me who failed. They failed me. They failed you. By not having somebody working in the floor. And so I said, I said, don't worry about it. I will take care of that. Let 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 me worry about that. That's, I, yeah, that's I, what you said. I only had I only had a narrow what fifteen minute window before I had to go do afternoon carpool duties for the high school. But this is what I do. I solve problems. Please. And and so um, so I left. And when you came home with our with our birthday girl, I was still gone. But you noticed two giant gold balloons in the kitchen that uh, a one and a three a one and a three yeah her age i walked in the door with her i'd picked her up from school and i just thought this is such like a load off of my mind i was un- unpacking groceries because she'd wanted a certain dinner made and so i'd gone to the grocery for that i was taking out the, of course they like ice cream cake so taking out the ice cream cake and looked up and saw i do not have to go back to the grocery because he took care of it for me, and 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 that that infused in you a warm feeling about me, did it not? It made me, yes, it did. It infused a warm feeling. That's a good description. And 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 so so I was reluctant then to tell you that the same friend who well, put no, up the first the same, of all, when you came home, you absorbed the warm feeling. Yes, as I said, thank you so much, and you said you're welcome. And I, then you 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 if I could you took paraphrase credit. if I could paraphrase you said you said. You're awesome. And I said, I know, right. That wasn't quite it. But. IKR. <laughs> but you you definitely said thank you and took credit. And then, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I then then I, I reluctantly told you that the same friend who put up the happy 50th sign on a yard put the 13 balloons in our garage. Because her daughter turned 13 our a couple of friend, days ago. Yeah. And um, she brought those, not knowing any of this, not knowing that I'd been to the grocery and couldn't get somebody to sell me balloons. But knowing perhaps that you might not have acquired balloons. Or for sure that you would not have acquired balloons. So yes, the same friend just happened to leave a couple of balloons in our garage. This friend who gave birth to her daughter, two doors down from you giving birth to our daughter, two days apart. We have a picture of our daughter, a day old, and her daughter two days old or whatever the math might be together in the hospital. Why don't we get to our, uh, our unofficial never formalized segment traveling as a violation. I know we, we should formalize that because we formalized Uber driver confessions and then Uber drivers stopped confessing. Um, but it feels like there's always some sort of traveling violation. Was there some kind of Uber Omerta? Did Uber drivers take a code of Omerta and st- you to, to know stop? What? I bet it is. Chatting? I think I know what it is, but you, you tell when, me. When I use Uber now, like I kind of like the, it comes up, you know, your preferences are quiet and I just leave it. I never put that in there. I, th- I thought it was the default one. I bet that's what it is. My preferences, the Uber driver knows is at least it's listed as quiet. Even if you don't put that formally in your app as a preference, I think I think people just get that vibe from you that your preference is I'm for sex. friendly though. When I get in the car, I say, hello, how are you? People on airplanes don't always recognize that, no, that your preference is silence. But. So th- this was the first violation. What, what this I, isn't the first violation. This is the most egregious violation. Flying home from Vegas. So a red eye. I took a red, red eye from Vegas to Detroit. 
which therefore means I'm on a super early morning flight from Detroit back to Hartford. That's a good opening line of a song, by the way. Red Eye from Vegas to Detroit. Go yeah, ahead. it is. Um, board the plane. The flight's probably six something. Board the plane in the fives. Flight attendant. Anybody want something to drink before we take off? First person says, I would like a mimosa, please. Orange juice and champagne, right? Mm-hmm. Next person, I would like a screwdriver please vodka oj am i right with that one too is it vodka and a screwdriver a screwdriver i think so you're okay. why, why do you think i'm the morning drinking expert no just you you might know mm-hmm. and then the third person the most surprising was at least most surprising to me was because at least mimosa and screwdriver have orange juice in them so that's yeah. sort of a breakfast-based drink third one i would like a vodka soda Three in a row. There wasn't a coffee sprinkled in. There wasn't a, you know, an orange juice, water. Boom, boom, boom. I texted you immediately and said, this was the menu. And they came to me and I said, no, I'm fine. Thank you. You said, could you just tap me lightly on the head with a hammer? I, I, I don't want any alcohol. <laughs> so I can get the ringing in my ears. Um, but I also, I wrote this in my notes. I'm glad I did because I would have completely forgotten. I don't remember if this was flying to vegas guessing it was and not flying home from vegas but there was a person on my flight sitting in front of me very much resembled freddie mercury including the mustache kind of the same physique he had an eye patch on one of his eyes come on and glasses over like the, obviously over the eye patch. So the eye patch was under the glasses. So he was wearing the glasses. He just really needed a monocle. But he was wearing an eye patch with glasses with the Freddie Mercury mustache. I'm not kidding. Was he wearing the full Freddie Mercury kind of uh, Live Aid Wembley outfit? Close. He was wearing, like he, I said, he has a similar physique. So he was like kind of a narrow build. Um, he had jeans on. And I don't remember that the top was No shirt. <laughs> he did. He did have a shirt on. I don't. It wasn't anything that made me. That made me notice. However, as you learned yesterday, I don't notice a lot sometimes. Didn't Phoenix just hire a new coach yesterday? It, the news was broken yesterday. Um, I think it's official now that yeah they hired. Oh, it was. It was I, I read it. So yeah. Um that they hired a new head coach for the Phoenix Mercury, uh, an assistant with the Orlando Mirror Magic. Who will become the highest paid coach in the WNBA. Right. The That's only, what's been reported. Yes. The only reason I, I bring it up, I mean, if, there, if there's a new regime in Phoenix and the relatively new owner, Matt Ishbia, new mascot. I mean, maybe they their old mascot's great. I don't know the mascot, but an additional mascot. Freddie Mercury. You think Freddie with a PH. <laughs> That's actually pretty great. The current mascot for the Phoenix Mercury is Scorch. Well, I'm, I'm sure Scorch is awesome, and I don't want to take pride off of Scorch's table, so keep Scorch. But when the New York Liberty moved to Brooklyn, they got a new mascot. Uh, is it Ellie? Ellie, Ellie. the elephant could be the best dancer mascot dancer in the entire WNBA. But for a while they also, right, still had I have no idea. Maddie. You're asking me. I do have a Maddie bobblehead on my desk. Yeah, they had Maddie for a while. I don't think uh I don't I think they've transitioned away from Maddie. I think it's Elf, Ellie first time full time now. I suppose when you buy a, a team, you buy their intellectual property and their their mascots and but but Maddie of course is a reference to Madison Square Correct. Garden. So they no longer play in Madison Square Garden. Right. So it makes sense. Yeah. So how about this person on the flight from Las Vegas to Detroit? So this is the late night flight, the red eye flight. A person got on the plane and asked the flight attendant, what's the movie on this flight? And the flight attendant said, you choose. Because, you, you know, now you, there's a you choose screen. From the, exactly. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you choose from, from the thousands that we offer on the flight or from the the infinite number on your iPad, or but but was the person expecting them to pull down a screen well, and, what was super and project home movies? What was super up the interesting aisle? about it to me was the person was I would guess in her 
40s. Yeah. It wasn't like an older person who hadn't flown in 30 years. Um, but of course, you remember when you used to get on? There was and a movie. Oh my gosh, there's a movie. Some and there was going to be a movie. Yeah, yes. TVs. And, and you hoped you had a seat where you could see it well. And um, and you'd put the headphones on. Or was there a time where there weren't headphones where you like everybody just heard the movie? For some reason, that feels like it was, it was a thing. I, 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 I don't remember. I, I don't remember. But, but, but it was just such a striking question to me for a person of what I would consider a younger age um, to ask. For some reason, I was reading yesterday about Newton Mino, the chairman of the FCC in the Kennedy administration, the guy who most famously said, uh, he just died not too long ago at age 97, I think, but he, he's the guy who famously described television as a vast wasteland in a, in a speech in 1961, I think. And that spurred some kind of... Uh, educational uh, TV for kids on Saturday mornings. It, it spurred the rise of Sesame Street. And, and um, but, uh, yeah, but obviously it didn't make TV a, it's still a vast wasteland, uh, but, but some of it's better. But I read that he kind of lamented a little bit later the, the, um, TV, despite you know his dim view of it, that it was no longer a you know this shared experience where we all watched you know the same thing in the tens of millions. Mm -hmm. And when you mentioned what's the movie on the flight, that was a time. There's a movie on the flight. 150 of us are going to most of us are going to watch the thing and be thinking about the same thing. Right. That, that's you know that's the only 150 thing. seats there's 150 different things that yeah. people are watching and, if, and on TV it's it's you know it's multiply that by by the tens of millions yeah that's the one beauty of sports is it is the one thing that people across the country at least yeah will be watching live at the same time but when for instance Suzanne Summers died a couple of days ago and I'm getting texts from friends two different people text me at Suzanne Summers Chrissy from Three's Company, and and you know if you were my age or your age, um, now that we're both in our fifties, in nineteen eighty one or whatever, and Three's Company was on it or whatever the show was, you know it was one of three shows you could be watching at that time, and uh, everybody of your generation was at least aware of who these people were, mm -hmm. um, whether they watched it or not. Yeah, no, for sure. I head back to Brooklyn um, for game four is being played tomorrow, which uh, as we record is tomorrow being played Wednesday, October 18th, Vegas games one and two played incredibly well, especially in game two, both games, they shot over 50%. Neither game was close um, against New York came back to Brooklyn game three New York played much better. Vegas did not play particularly well. New York wins the game. We're still waiting to find out um, the the extent of Chelsea Gray's injury. Chelsea Gray is the best point guard in, in the WNBA right now, perhaps the best point guard in the world right now. Um, and she really is, is a player who makes that team go. So if the injury is as serious as it looked, it looked like it was an ankle or foot injury, um, she left the floor not on her own power and just clearly in a lot of pain um, and very upset. If she's not able to to go, it, it completely, to me, changes the complexion of the series. Like I was going into game three thinking Vegas, Vegas is probably going to win this. My guess is in four. And if Gray can't play, I, I, it'll be much, much different. But um, But anyway, so we've got game four on Wednesday. And then if there's a game five, cause it's the best of five that will be played on Friday back in Vegas. Shall we get to viewer mail? Yeah. Let's get to viewer mail. Dear Rebecca and Steve, I am a new fan of your ball and chain podcast and came upon it at just the right time. July 13th, 2023 episode 252. Okay. I was training for a hike on the Camino de Santiago with my daughter. The hike was with my daughter. The training was on my own. 
I trained by increasing my walking mileage and found that binge listening to your podcasts made the time go by much quicker. I walked I walked on the Farmington Canal Trail laughing at your banter. One time, while on the Camino, I listened to a podcast to take my mind off the hill I was climbing. Well, it did the trick. I listened to the episode where Rebecca hid the bacon from Steve. <laughs> so funny. My daughter, who was many paces ahead of her 67-year-old mother, kept turning around to see why I was laughing so hard out loud. Thanks for getting me through that day. We completed 80 plus miles in six days on the Camino in Spain. Was I thought she was going to say- cow. I thought 80 she, plus miles in six days? I thought she was going to say that she was listening to the podcast and we mentioned, did we mention on the podcast, or am I just imagining this, that, that Tom of Tom, Dick, and Harry did a part of this? I think they did a part of that. I'm not sure if hike. it was that trail, but something. Yeah, pilgrimage like trail. But they found they found some like outdoor bars that they stopped in on on part of the trail or something. I can't remember. But let's pause and yes. focus on the numbers for a second. Did she say she's 67? Yes, she's 67, and did a hike of 80 miles in six days. Yes. That's, That's what incredible, she says. right? For for anybody, yeah. Yes. Congratulations. But, but she had That's been training awesome. on the on the Farmington Canal, so Our, uh, a pilgrimage think, that we've made. Yes. Well, anyway, that's that's ridiculously impressive. I hope when I'm 67, I can hike 80 miles in six days, or even eight miles in six days. My family writes. Uh, this is from Patty with an I, by the way. My family is that the correct word, Steve, or is it have? Let's see. My family has been longtime supporters of UConn Women's Basketball. I think it would be have, right? My family mm-hmm. have been. No, my family has. My family is an individual unit. Right. My family members have been. My family has been. Okay. Uh, longtime supporters of UConn women's basketball. My dad couldn't wait to watch, quote, his girls, quote, play from the time Rebecca's team won the national championship in 1995 until he passed at age 97 in 2017. He enjoyed many wins and had a lot to say about the losses, especially to Coach Oriema. <laughs> Everyone's a critic. Seriously, though, UConn women's basketball continues to bring a lot of joy to the people in our state. Thank you for that. In addition, my husband and I have been season ticket holders to the UConn home games of the XL Center for the last 15 years or so. Love to root the young women on and are looking forward to another wonderful season. They just had their uh, first night, their basketball kickoff the other yes. night, right? Mm-hmm. Quote, resident listeners are amazing too, writes Patty. Along with your wonderful stories about your kids, basketball, SI, and each other, I particularly enjoy D- DGS's insight at the end of each podcast, wishing him the best. Thanks to Denny and Tom, Dick, and Hari for their contributions. I still have more than 100 episodes to binge before I can become a completionist, but I will continue to delight in each and every one. Keep them coming. Thanks again for making me laugh out loud every day. Sincerely, Patty with an I in Seymour, Connecticut. P.S. I listened to episodes. You ready for this, Rebecca? Mm-hmm. 44 through 168. Oof. And 252 to 259. So we've skipped one through 43 and 169 through 251. It's an interesting... Uh, interesting grouping. Yeah. Well, so, amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Patty. Appreciate that. And and Seymour Kinetic, of course, is the is the best tourism slogan. And it's waiting right of there course, for, the, yes. uh, for the Bureau. Tim uh, writes, Hello, Stephen and Rebecca. I haven't written for a while because I have been busy working on listening to all of your pods, pod episodes from day one until now. So I, I like that he feels necessary to uh, provide a reason that he hasn't written for a right. while. Right. You know, yes. everybody should should have a re- require a note from their doctor. So far I've made it to episode 90. You two are productive and prodigious. Productive and prodigious. I like it. Marv Albert maybe uh describing a, a point guard, I don't know. Soon I will write again to share but not bore you, I hope. Some of my thoughts about classic moments in BNC pod history. I'll please do Tim. One quick memory flashback perhaps an instant classic is in regard to the late, great Rick Majerus. A friend of mine, Bob, coached with Rick Majerus in Milwaukee, maybe at UWM, question mark. Bob and Rick were out to dinner at a restaurant. They talked about many coaching topics and other facets of life. While Bob was working on his dinner, Rick had already consumed his meal and without hesitation or permission started scooping food from Bob's plate and and continued to do so until there was none left on either plate. Bob emphasized that Rick's kindness and generosity were as big as his appetite on that day and many to follow. Rebecca, that, 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 that has happened to you on occasion uh, by me. I was going to say, not by any of my coworkers. No. 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 But by you. Well, sometimes I'm so, so, uh, so enamored of my own conversation that I, I don't want to interrupt myself um, to ask of it permission to, to take your, right. your fries. 
I will check in again soon, writes Tim. Rebecca, happy birthday. Best wishes for many more. Steve, I hope you refrain from truffles to commemorate the day. I did, actually, didn't I? But I think you did receive truffles. Didn't you receive a gift basket from... There were no truffles in there. There were no? No, no from my coworkers, if from there Holly been, and Ryan. Oh, I got yeah. a gift basket from Holly and Ryan. It did not include truffles. You did get a gift basket from Holly and Ryan. How nice is that? It was incredibly nice. Take care. Incredibly nice coworkers. Take care, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate that. Um, Tanya, oh, didn't you also receive um, Swedish fish oh. from Rachel? Rachel in Idaho. Mm -hmm. While in Vegas. While in Vegas. Yes. You received Swedish fish. Well, that's nice. Uh, Tanya writes. Uh, Tanya from Troy writes. Hope all is well. Um, hope the basement is still warm. It's not. It's not particularly warm, Rebecca. Is it? It's comfortable. I have no problem with the temperature of the basement. And these she days. just includes a, a a meme thought of the day, and the, the deep thought of the day that Tanya Tanya from Troy sends us is this. This is this is timely as today's headlines, Rebecca. Okay. When you clean out a vacuum cleaner, you become a vacuum cleaner. Ah, I was vacuuming this morning, and I cleaned the vacuum cleaner. And we need to clean out the vacuum because. As you were vacuuming this morning and making idle chit chat with me, oh, yeah. something hard and metallic got sucked up into the vacuum. I heard it rattling all through. And and we will never see that. No. You said I don't know. Said what I that don't is. know what that was, but and I'm we're not, not going, going to searching it. for yeah. it. No, so, I'm not. We've got central vac, so the bag is pretty big yeah. and in the basement, and I'm not searching through that for whatever that little metallic thing was. If my engagement or wedding ring had gone missing, then yes, but that's not the case. The next viewer mail comes from uh, Ted on the Lower East Side. Uh, catching up on past few pods, Ted writes, Hello, R&S. Before going into comments germane to topics that have arisen over the past few podcasts, I saw this shirt and thought of the two of you. And, and indeed, I think it's on a, on a mannequin's dummy here, is a, or on a dressmaker's dummy or a mannequin, is a uh, T-shirt, wrinkled T-shirt, clearly well-used T-shirt, but it's R&S, R&S, uh, Discount Auto. Oh, nice. We're good under the hood. Uh, <laughs> our, do you remember R&S Strauss Auto Parts? They may have been a regional chain, writes Ted. Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, remember them at all. As noted on the shirt, we're good under the hood was one of their catchphrases. And he had asked prior to that, I skipped it uh, accidentally, was, does anyone else refer to you as R&S? No. It's, it's Restiva. Yes, it's Restiva. But uh, it's really not even that. I think we're the only ones who have... Only only podcast listeners have uh, right. Of course, we're not a uh, mashup couple no, mashup. No. We, we, we haven't thankfully. been paged at a restaurant with a table for Restiva. No, we should though. Next time we go out, absolutely. Going back a few pods to the salad spinner discussion. Let's get into it, Rebecca. Mm -hmm. My high school senior class trip. Shout out to Herrick's High School on Long Island. To great adventure in New Jersey was memorable for all the wrong reasons. First, the buses which were to transport us to New Jersey at nine didn't show up at the school till close to noon. Now, this is this has happened to us, hasn't it? Where the, oh, no, we had a field trip where the bus got a flat. Oh, right, just yes. Just to an amusement yes. park, yeah, mm -hmm. just this past year. Um, didn't show up till noon, setting the whole day off track. I wasn't someone who went to amusement parks very often, and I wasn't familiar enough with Great Adventure to say, let's go to X or Y ride. So I just followed along with a group that was headed to something called The Rotor. Ah, uh. I mean, just how vivid these school field trips are that yeah. you remember them decades later, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, of course, especially like I remember the trips to Riverside Park, the amusement park. Um, that yeah. was like a half hour from my house. My memory is a bit hazy, writes Ted, but it was midweek and wasn't much of a line that I watched uh, the rotor before getting strapped in. Next thing I know, the floor drops out and we start to spin. Still have nightmares. It was like seasickness on steroids. My head was spinning the rest of the day. I was so discombobulated, I remember eating French fries and thinking, these taste really odd. In fact, they tasted sweet, and it dawned on me that I was so mixed up that I didn't realize I had put sugar rather than salt on my fries. I don't recommend it. To this day, I'm not a big fan of amusement parks. Water parks are not quite as bad, but the fact that Lazy River, basically doing nothing and floating, is my favorite ride, says it all. First of all, the Lazy River is the best ride. Yes, I think that's true. And uh, a lazy river designer who listens to this that's podcast. That's right. And 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 uh, the spinny rides 
awful. Why would somebody do that to themselves? I mean, I, I, I think at that age, in, in on, like a, on a school field trip, when you're little. Yeah, I, you like to spin. I like the merry-go-round and stuff when I was a kid. I liked spinning. I didn't like the the dizzying sensation, but I didn't mind spinning. Now it, it would just rock my world. It, it's 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 just peer pressure in those at that age. It's like that looks horrible to everybody, but. But oh, you a chicken! You're afraid to go on it. I, I love was it. So I don't know that anybody likes that. When I was in elementary school, of the friends who had a sit and spin, I never had one. And uh, did you have a sit and spin at your house? You know, what I'm talking about right. Yeah, I know what that. I know, but we I, I, we may have one at real no, little, but I don't think so. As a Mets fan, writes Ted, it's really hard to be on Team DGS and root for the Braves. However, they're playing the Phillies, who are probably more annoying to Mets fans than the Braves. So at least for this series, I'm on. Team DGS. If only they play the Yankees in the World Series, that would make it even easier to root for the Braves. But the Yankees, like the Mets, will only be at the World Series this year if they buy a ticket. Uh, although, uh, Ted from the Lower East Side, uh, two, two Mets, two guys who were on this year's Mets, Max Scherzer of the Rangers and Justin Verlander of the Astros, have a chance to go to the World Series. Now, uh, they can't both go because they're playing each other. But uh, if you had said at the start of the year that Verlander and Scherzer would be in the World Series, you would have assumed that the Mets would be in the World Series. Right. Right? Right. Given that I'm sort of rooting for the Braves, uh, now, as we say this, of course, the, the Braves, Braves have been eliminated. eliminated yeah. yeah. Uh, sometimes referred to as the Barves by Mets fans. Um it would be nice if DGS would root for the Liberty against the Aces. The Liberty is the last original WNBA franchise to not win a league title. So it's about time. He's telling you this, Rebecca. Right. He's, well. You were there. He is right that it, it is the last original franchise to not win a title. How about the Liberty when they won game three? It's the first time they've won a finals game since 2002. I'm sorry. First time they played in a finals game since 2002. First time they won a game, the only other win in a WNBA Finals game was 1999, the Teresa Weatherspoon yeah. half-court heave. Granted, in the early days, like the first year when I played in the championship, it was a one-game championship. Yeah. Those days, it was best of three. Yeah. So it's expanded since then, but still, first win since 1999. I know there's, especially during the baseball playoffs here, there's so many references. This guy has more postseason this than, well, yeah, there's infinitely more postseason games. Right, you know, right, it's, right, it's, right. it's 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 uh, that, that much fairer. Right now, than a one-off uh, basketball right. championship that, game. That's happened a lot this year because it was the first time ever that the WNBA played forty games. Last year they played thirty-six. Prior to that, they'd only ever played max thirty-four. So yeah, the most points scored in the in franchise history. Well, of course, there were six more games this year or four more games this year. Anyway. If they do win, the Liberty, that is, uh, I hope they get a parade and the city shows up. It's been a while since New York has had a pro championship. Even worse for Mets Jets fans who consider the Giants and Yankees chips to not really count. <laughs> um, Jets beat the Eagles this week as we record this uh, crazily enough. Regarding the discussion of George from Columbus using his phone while at a concert, I used to really struggle at some of my daughter's dance recitals, fighting to keep my eyes open, as well as taking a peek at sports scores or other news of the day on my phone. She was not pleased if I was caught napping. Eventually, I realized if I was videoing her entire performances, my brain would be awake. So I started doing that. And we could watch it together afterwards, which is far more engaging and a nice together activity. I often find myself watching these performances through other people's phones as they're filming them. You know, you you're do. sitting you're yeah. sitting behind. Oh, right, right. Yeah. You're in the 10th row and you're watching all the all the uh, phones in front of you recording the the performance. Uh, belated happy birthday to Steve. Thank you. My daughter's birthday was 925, which happened to be Yom Kippur this year. Fasting is not the greatest way to celebrate a birthday, but we did have a cake at the break, at the breakfast meal at the end of the fast. Every so many years, my birthday is on Thanksgiving, which is not a bad holiday to have a birthday. What did our daughter say to me last night? She said, um, she's on her birthday, on her birthday. What did she say? She said, I don't know. Oh, she's, she has, uh, Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas or something in tape on the side of the bunk bed that's been oh, up right. there for years. Yes. Um, and she, she said to me, what, which do you, she said, which do you like better, Thanksgiving or Christmas? And before I could answer, she said, she said, you know, I mean, I like Christmas, but I, 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 I she, said, she said something like, you know, Christmas, of course, but I, I really like Thanksgiving because to me, it, it's, it's, it's a, it, she said, because it's a free all you can eat buffet. She said, well, <laughs> Free to me, <laughs> and I thought, how how astute 
yes. she recognized that it's free right. to her, but right. not free to those providing the meal, which is us. Uh, am I allowed to promote an event on the pod? Well, let's see. It may have already passed. I, I'm one of the organizers of LES. Uh, it, it has uh, 5K Revel Run on the Lower East Side on Sunday, October 15th. Oh, I'm sorry we couldn't uh, read this sooner, Ted. Let us know when it is next well, year, and then we can promote let, it for you. Let's see what the event is. We started the event in 2018 as a tribute to a friend and neighbor, uh, Pavel Lumpert, who passed away from cancer at age 52. Pavel's motto was celebrate, rejoice, and revel. Due to COVID, we didn't have an in-person run the past couple of years, uh, but we're but we're uh, back this year. Here's a link to register if anyone wants to come down to run or volunteer. Proceeds benefit local after-school programs. That was at universitysettlement.org, fifth, fifth annual less 5k revel run um so yeah let's let's uh hit us up next hit year, us up in next September. year. that sounds like a great event one yeah. almost almost final note i just listened to the 929 podcast while donating blood for roughly the 200th time wow i always walk out of the blood center with a smile feeling good about doing something good i think about jimmy v's mention in his famous speech that if you laugh each day cry each day and think each day it's a full day i would add to unconditionally do something nice for someone every day and it will come back to you in multitudes Final note, as always, wishing DGS all the best. Ted from LES. Thank you, Ted. Thank you, Ted. And, and, and uh, you know, the um, the key on that laugh each day, cry each day, I think each day is some days you laugh, some days you cry. The days that you laugh and cry, that's, a, that's an emotionally exhausting experience, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. But I think you did this. I think you did both of those. On uh, my birthday. On your birthday mm-hmm. at the same time. Yes. Exactly. When you learned that I was not the perpetrator of the of happy, the great infraction. Of the great infraction, yes. That's that's a good way to think of it for a future for historians. Mm-hmm. Uh Rachel in Idaho. Hello, the aforementioned, Rachel. Yes. Says a good day, Rebecca and Steve. Good day. Good day. That that's that's kind of You're Australian. Uh, that's kind of dismissively um uh Willy Wonka. Good uh, good day, I say to you. It's usually said in a hostile manner. No, it's not. It's like, to me, it's Australian. Good day. Oh, good day. That, that was she apostrophe did. Well, let's see. Let's see if she's angry at us or not. She's not angry. Good day, madam. Good day, Rebecca and Steve. I love to call this, quote, the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, I misread that good yeah, day completely. Clearly. I love to call this the most wonderful time of the year. WNBA finals, MLB playoffs, NFL and college football, hockey, college basketball, getting ready to start all the sports. Of all of these events, the two I love the most are the WNBA and MLB. What a postseason it has been thus far. And then she enumerates um, the rest of this email. Are you ready, Rebecca? I'm ready. Do we ever give the email anywhere? What is it? Ballandchainpod at At gmail.com. Ballandchainpod at gmail.com. Okay. One, it was wonderful to attend game one of the WNBA finals in Vegas. The aces looked great. The atmosphere was electric. And when will I ever be in the same place as LeBron and Tom Brady again? Good point. Tom Brady was sitting like 10 feet from me, courtside next to the owner, Mark Davis. And LeBron was across the court, also courtside, but near... Uh, I think it was the Liberty bench he was sitting near. The kids were uh, uh, not delighted, let's just say, when, when they learned that uh, LeBron was the, next, the Lakers. Oh, the day before. The, they were playing the on, on a day off that you had in Las Vegas and you didn't attend. But Correct. But uh, they know that after 6 p.m. you're pretty much shut down completely. Especially if it's 9 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Uh, even if you're working. You're crawling again. You're completely <laughs> shut down. No, I pace myself for uh, for those night tips. Um, Rebecca, also, she mentions LeBron and Tom Brady. You you were about to, you you were with with trembling hand, uh, autograph pen in hand, and and piece of paper. You you tremblingly, after composing a uh, introductory line in your head, tremblingly approached Wanda Sykes in Las Vegas, and uh, and before you could you could. Uh, Introduce yourself. Somebody else glommed onto her, and you and you slunk away. <laughs> I mean, you're unbelievable. So Wanda Sykes happened to be staying in the same hotel where we were staying, and I was leaving the hotel to head to the game while she was coming into the hotel. Are you saying I mischaracterized this? Yeah, slightly. We walked past one another. Oh, I was going to say to her because she was at the game later that yeah. day. She's a big WNBA fan. I was going to say like, I think you're very funny because I think she's very funny, but before. Like as we're that, passing, that was going to be your line. I think you're very funny. I think you're, Not, funny. I think you're rather humorous. Yes. So 
as we were passing each other, the person from the hotel walked over and said, like, I'm your personal escort or something. So, so to you or to her? To her. So we just walked past one another. But yes, in, in your in your telling, I have was it a pencil or a pen that was know. trembling you, in my you, hand? You, I think it was a it was a pen. Good heavens. Okay, go ahead. Not a crayon. It could have been or a marker. Two. It was I mean it was it's no. It's not much of a story the way you tell it. It's a, it's a perfectly good story the way I tell you it. Saw your, your you saw Wanda Sykes. Your story is you saw Wanda Sykes. I walked past my, Wanda my Sykes. Story is, is, your story is is BS. a story at it's least. It's not real. Two, it was great to visit with you, Rebecca, and catch up a little bit. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the Swedish fish. She, I did. You did. Three, why, you're still angry. Three, uh, I think anybody who's listening can understand that you, oh, I'm not you, you, weren't, you, weren't, you weren't approaching <laughs> – Anybody with trembling hand uh, seeking of an autograph. You, you're, you, you, you're the one who famously said that if Bruce Springsteen were performing in our house, you'd ask him to turn off the lights when he, when he hit the road, but you were hitting the It wasn't the quite that. But anyway. Three, watching game three this weekend, what a difference a few days makes. The Liberty look, looked like a completely different team. I'm hoping the Chelsea Gray injury isn't as bad as it looked on TV. As we record this, we still don't, aren't sure the extent of that. Right, Rebecca? Injury report comes out in just under four or just over four hours. Okay, so this will all be obsolete by the time uh, yes. you hear this podcast. Four, it was a bucket list day for me to meet Candace Parker when I was in Vegas for the finals. I saw that she had been participating in some team stuff and traveling with the team. Any rumors that she may make an appearance in the finals? Question mark. No, no chance. She doesn't practice with them. She gets out there and uh, does like the half court shot at their end of practices, kind of hobbling. But yeah, no chance she plays. Five, my Braves. Woof. DGS. I don't think they got the memo that all of the BNC family were Braves fans for this postseason. Well, that, that's happened to all, all the, the teams with the five top records in baseball this season all bounced, you know, in, in this NCAA-like postseason tournament that is now the baseball playoffs. Six, Rebecca, including the Twins, uh, they weren't among the top five teams. They were the 12th best record in Major League Baseball, but still make the playoffs. That's a uh, that's how it works now. Six, Rebecca, how does the college season look to be shaping up? Who are your early favorites? Thanks for all of the laughs and familiarity. All my best to the BNC family, Rachel in Idaho. And there are pictures attached. Rebecca, you and Rachel in Idaho. Uh, Not at, in Idaho. At, we were in I'm, Vegas. I'm sorry. Rachel in Idaho, in Las Vegas. No, and, Rachel from Idaho. Not Rachel in Idaho. Rachel well, from Idaho and I in Las Vegas. Idaho. Okay, and then here's Rachel from Idaho with Candace Parker. In Las Vegas. Yeah, I know. She was super excited to finally meet her. I, I, I was I was hoping that it would be a picture of Rachel from Idaho about to meet Candace Parker when a when a hotel concierge, a personal right. concierge, whisked Candace Parker or Rachel away. Exactly. And um but not to be. Thank you, Rachel. Next viewer mail comes from John, spelled the the most common way, I would say. End of summer greetings from the Cape. Dear Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Chain, greetings from your Cape Cod correspondent. As summer has finally drawn to a close, I should report in from the Cape. Although it seems to rain almost every Saturday, we've truly had a nice summer and missed most of the awful weather the rest of the country has had to deal with. Perhaps we'll It really get... has. In New England, rained every single Saturday. There's a story in yesterday's New York Times. I was going to send it to our, our daughter in New York that the past six weekends it has rained in New York City. And more rain is forecast for this weekend. It's crazy. So it did confirm my my vague idea that it has rained every weekend because every weekend we have to see is there going to be an email from the soccer, from the our daughter's soccer team that the game has been postponed or canceled or, mm-hmm. or what. I'm pleased to report that Zool, Z-U-U-L, Zool, our dog, and I were able to take one final plunge into Buzzards Bay last weekend to cap off a great summer of swimming. We headed to... Chappaquite Beach, a nice little public beach in West Falmouth that I'm probably mispronouncing, right around 6, and we're surprised to find the parking lot full. Then I realized it was because the sun was about to set. There's a beautiful view across the bay. As the temperature had spiked back up close to 80 for a couple of days, the air was nice and the water had retained enough of the summer warmth to make it really pleasant, although I'm not sure the rest of the folks on the beach in their sweatshirts and long pants actually agreed. Anyway, we watched the sun slowly set from a perfect perspective in the water and said a final goodbye to summer. I have heard of people who try to go swimming at least one day each month of the year, but I think Zul and I will take a break until May before we head back in. One of our uh, nephews, a couple of our nephews, have taken the sort of polar plunge at Thanksgiving, right? In the Cape? Yeah, yeah. I don't think my heart is uh, 
cut out for that. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like, uh, I can't walk down the steps into a pool. My mom used to do that. She would, she would kind of torturously. Wait, wait, my mind you know, went to and put her arms then, over yeah, her head yeah. and then eventually Why? let her shoulders it, it, and stuff get wet. I mean, by yeah. far worse than jumping it's in. It's way right? better to jump in. And my dad would do a thing on the edge of the pool where he'd, he'd, he'd cup water in his hands and he'd sl- splash it on him before he got in. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that to sort of regulate the? I have no idea. I I, I think cannonballing is the only method. I always have to laugh, writes John, when Steve retells the story of reading a paper while trying to woo you, Rebecca. He certainly must have made a great impression on you, otherwise, for you not to have given him the heave ho right then and there. The story, Rebecca. Was that? What, I mean. Uh, John, I, I don't know why I'm addressing Rebecca. I, I still don't think that, that was that terrible. I think it was a compliment that was misinterpreted. It was terrible. Incredibly rude. Okay. I stand corrected. The story reminds me of my mother-in-law, who was truly one of the nicest people you could ever meet. She really wasn't much of a reader, but she definitely was a world-class visitor. She would visit with anyone, anywhere, anytime, from waiting in line at the grocery store to hanging out at kids' sporting events to any kind of medical waiting room. She was always making new friends. Your newspaper story reminded me of her because I can remember many times when my wife would be sitting on the couch talking to her mother and I would be contentedly across the room reading the paper. But as far but as far as her mother was concerned, if you weren't talking, you couldn't be having a good time. So she would constantly be trying to draw me into a conversation. I had no desire to join. Excuse me. Trying to draw me into a conversation, I had no desire to join. While I wasn't, in fact, trying to woo her, <laughs> I can understand Steve's desire to read his newspaper in peace. You know, I think I was, it was a, com- a preview of coming attractions for the uh, smartphone era, Rebecca, yeah, when, I was, when I was reading the, the distracted, paper. Uh, the distracted meal companion. Yes. When we were trying to find a birthday card yesterday, um, after you had struck out at the, at the grocery store where the birthday card section was completely, completely depleted, completely Empty. wiped out. You yes. sent me a picture. I looked in a drawer where we have some, Stashed. Stashed birthday and greeting and thank mm-hmm. you cards. Uh, blank, obviously. Unused, obviously. And and I found one that, that perhaps will be one of my future, uh, I will receive in the future. And it, and it was uh, to dad who was social distancing long before the rest of us. And it's just a picture of a guy in an easy chair behind a newspaper. Oh, perfect. And and that's perfect. That, that, yeah. that, so that, that, I probably got that. For that Thought reason. it was perfect for you and didn't expect you to see it. Yes. Uh, finally, regarding the tree-grown cheese from Wisconsin, I'm wondering if it was also cage-free, free-range, gluten-free, and 100% organic. I thought of that again at uh, at the kids' uh, at, at grandparents' day at the kids' school. There was a there was a mass, and uh, the grandparents, many of them who weren't from the parish, were told by the priest, um, "If any of you require a gluten free host, simply let us know. Simply say gluten free when you when you come up for communion." Mm-hmm. Keep up the great work on the podcast, and the best wishes to you all for a wonderful fall. Hope you can get out and enjoy the colors in your area, John. Thank you, John. Actually, it's quite colorful in our area. But but somebody told me that we're the we're the line we're 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 our town is just where it starts to get colorful as you go north. I think yeah, we're somebody driven, just, driven into the Berkshires yeah. told me that, and then didn't somebody who was driving you say the same thing? Yeah. So we've got a few uh, uh, missives from Doctor Siegel here um, in the cleanup spot, and again, his Braves have been bounced from the playoffs. So this is but this is going back to Tuesday, uh, October third. So you're reading the most recent? I'm reading first, least recent to most. Least recent. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. good. Um, dear Rebecca and Steve, sorry that this is late, but things are hectic. One, I'm enjoying the pitter-patter, more like a dinosaur stomp, of a four-year-old granddaughter, one level above me, as my daughter and her family have temporarily moved in with us while they relo- relocate officially to Atlanta. Pitter-patter of the four-year-old. Our kids, at least two of our kids, we, we called uh, Thunderfoot. Thunderfoot, uh, yes. For probably starting at that age, when when... How can how can these people this small be making this much noise right. just with their feet yes. on the floor above us? And that hasn't changed as their feet have gotten larger. Wasn't one of them also lightning lungs? I uh, believe. Uh, lightning throat, I think. Lightning was the, throat, yes. yeah. Two, I am watching sports and wonder when the WNBA will send Rebecca to Atlanta. Three, thanks for all the good wishes from the listeners. Um, 
is is uh, the dream likely to be? Uh, They're getting better. They made yeah. the playoffs this year. Yeah, that's right. Of course, we we were in Seattle this summer when the Dream were in yes. town. Yes. Yep. Uh, Doctor Siegel writes. Um, this is this this is uh, DGS's daughter Amanda acting as chief stenographer this week. Okay. Okay. So we we've got this uh, pretty pretty clean. Um, Formula One race report complex this complex this week. Every race is complicated by tire choices, tire with a Y, track temperature and weather conditions, fuel loads, and a possibly slick road surface also influence outcomes. Much planning is necessary in advance. For pole this race, Alpine, boldface, uh, Amanda knows to boldface the French pronunciations, was fast, Mercedes was fast, McLaren was fast, and Ferrari, Ferrari'd. Any one of them could have gotten pole and it looked to be a good race. Piastri was quick. No wonder McLaren wanted him. The position of Mexican driver Sergio Perez is tenuous for 2024. My guess is he'll be replaced next year, if not mid-season. One, my daughter and I both chuckled about Rebecca's hearse uh, slash car wash anecdote. DDGS, daughter of DGS, says it was the most DGS-like story she's ever heard, (laughs) given my borderline obsession with clean cars. (laughs) Nobody has ever uh, given off uh, more clean car vibes than Dr. Siegel, and I think he may have written in before about his, his uh, uh, car cleaning or detailing regimen. I can't quite remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody is less obsessed with clean cars than we are. Well, thankfully, because our cars are never clean. Our, 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 our uh, then 12-year-old, now 13-year-old, last week got into the van while you were out of town and said, and it was the morning, so nobody had been in it for at least 12 hours, and she said, the van smells like fast food. <laughs> And, At least and it, there's a lot less ex- pleasant smells than but that. But that's exactly – it doesn't smell specifically of McDonald's or specifically of fries. It just smells like fast food, and she's right, you know? Of, of mom traveling, dad desperation. Yeah. Same thing. DGS likes a fast car. We like fast food in a slow car. Right. Uh, two, SDGS, son of DGS, also visiting this weekend, tells me in Premier League news that Tottenham is top of the table. Well, a uh, hold up, SDGS. Tottenham – jointly top of the table with with Arsenal, who defeated Man City 1-0 since we last uh, last met. And since since this was written, probably, right? And, and, and since we last met, yes, and since we last met, the U.S. national team played Germany here in East Hartford. Mm-hmm. And uh, our loyal listener, Carl, his daughter got U.S. keeper Matt Turner's Goalie gloves after the match. Amazing. Pretty pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, Matt Turner was the New England Revolution keeper. He then was the Arsenal backup last season, and he's now the keeper at Nottingham Forest in the Premier League. So that's that's pretty sweet. Three, it's great to have more Braves fans on the pod. Congratulations to Steve and George for the Twins and the Commanders, respectively. The Braves are down one game to Philly. I've got my Braves shirt on. For tonight, and as as uh, we record this, of course, the Braves have been eliminated, and uh, this this may be controversial, especially with Ted from the Lower East Side. But uh, we've kind of thrown in with uh, the Phillies now. Our son being a huge uh, Bryce Harper fan, and we had a great time at Citizens Bank Park a couple of summers ago when a vendor, beer vendor, gave our daughter a foul ball that he had caught. Mm-hmm. So. And, and and our son has always been, since a young age, obsessed, maybe too strong a word, but a huge fan of the Philly fanatic. Yeah, yep. Uh, all the best, Gary. Gary, all the best to you, to SDGS and to DDGS and to M, Mrs. DGS. Um, all of our best. And Rebecca, any other housekeeping notes as uh, before we sign off? No, other than um, WMB Finals, the last possible date they could be played are this Friday, so we should be back to a regular, uh, a little more regular uh, podcast schedule. I think I think for many of our, our our listeners, we can relate to trying to get back to being a little more regular. Yes. So, Denny, thank you very much. Tom DeCari, play us out. Saying says no pain, no gain, and we found that to be fact. The road might twist and turn a bit, but we all arrive intact. Mr. Mom and Mrs. Dad having each other's back. 
Day by day just to keep it sane Who's the ball and who's the chain It's hard to tell right here on Happiness Lane Six of us and the family pad Live in cuckoo nest Daily grind puts sanity To a daily test Androgynous and vigorous What we give for a little rest Day by day just to keep it sane Who's the ball and who's the chain It's hard to tell right here on Happiness Lane It's hard to tell right here on Happiness Lane It's hard to tell right here on Happiness Lane